This is Navigating Your Retirement Radio with Travis Chance from CFG Wealth Management. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Travis provides his clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, retirement income planning, wealth management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now, here is Navigating Your Retirement Radio with Travis Chance. Welcome back to Navigating Your Retirement with your host, Travis Chance. Folks, we have a special guest with us this morning, uh, Jeffrey Williamson from JL Williamson Law Group, uh, one of the premier estate planning firms in our area. Uh, he has blessed us with his presence this morning because I know that you, as well as I, as well as all, uh, we are wondering what is going on with the current estate planning environment, what is going to be uh, going on with uh, the tax changes, et cetera. So, Jeffrey, thank you for joining us this morning. Good morning. Um, well, I know you're probably getting a lot of questions, so I appreciate you coming on and giving our listeners an opportunity to, to kind of get their some of their questions answered. Uh, so first things first, uh, what what are some of the questions that you're getting right now, uh, especially as it pertains to the estate plan? Yeah, we, we are getting a much higher interest, especially in the estate tax mm-hmm. realm. Um, in March of this year, um, Bernie Sanders introduced the for the ninety nine point five percent act, as if to say, you know, this is we're only going to tax the point five percent. It never works out that way. But it, but the you know no uh, never works out. That yeah, way. the the election obviously changed the balance of power in the Senate. Mm-hmm. It's evenly split, obviously now with the, with the vice president breaking a tie. So there's been some real concern that they may make some, you know, draconian changes. The current estate planning exemption, and it's a unified exemption, meaning you can gift away this much or bequeath this much in a will, is $11.7 million, which is the most generous it's ever been, mm-hmm. except actually in 2010 when it disappeared for one When year. Steinbrenner decided that was when that he was he was timing it so it, when it went away that's when he was going to leave. That's right. His you, cardiologist must have also been his tax attorney. Right. <laughs> and and his and uh might have been related to uh, what was the lady's name at the time? Uh Sister Cleo. The, yeah. yeah, the, yeah. <laughs> so 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 except for that one anomaly. I mean, it's a really generous exemption. And uh, so the, the, the proposed law it will reduce the exemption. Uh, they're going to bifurcate the exemption. It will, they want to reduce it to $3.5 million. But, but the gift exemption is only a $1 million. Uh, this is, you know, and then there's also been some talk about eliminating stepped-up basis, and I'll talk about that in just a minute. Um, what I would tell your listeners, though, regardless, it, it say they don't change it say that there's change of regime in the House, the Republicans take back the House, the exemption is still set to sunset in January 1, 2026 to $5 million adjusted for inflation. Now, I know a lot of your listeners are thinking, well, you know, $5 million, that's not, you know, I don't have to worry. A lot of people don't understand your federal gross estate is much bigger than your probate estate. Mm -hmm. So like, for example, life insurance, the IRAs they may have with your firm, 
uh, other brokerage accounts that pass by beneficiary designation, that's not going to go through probate, but it is still subject to estate tax. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, values of real estate or their business, you know, they don't come in at what it's on necessarily on the county property records. Highest, for. best use. Yeah, yeah, but it's 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 true fair market value. Mm-hmm. Um, so. Whether or not they get this passed or not, I don't know. In Biden's latest infrastructure bill, there's not much for tax increases. Uh, But there is a lot of talk, and I think there's going to be bipartisan consensus for IRS enforcement. So audits um, in the last, let's say the last decade, have gone down. But there's been a lot of controversy about that, and they're going to increase. The IRS is going to go on, I think, a massive hiring uh, spree and they are definitely increasing enforcement. Well, they also uh, what was the number seventy billion dollars in new funding to the IRS? That's uh, right. And basically, that's now uh, or Elizabeth Warren wants to make uh, make that permanent, right? The right. increase. So it's it's not going to be something that's going to be subject to change. They're going to get that funding and have it uh, potentially increased on an annual basis. There's nothing more permanent than a temporary <laughs> government program. So, that's so I, you know, my, my advice to your clients is to take a look at their estate plan and think about, you know, what they want to do or what they need to do before this generous exemption sunsets. Right. I've been advising clients if, if, if they're com- even if their combined net worth is three and a half million dollars. Uh, they need to think about doing at least some plan mm-hmm. to hedge their bets to preserve some of this exemption. So there is a, if there is a silver lining, the IRS last year issued something called the anti-clawback rules, mm-hmm. uh, meaning that, you know, if you plan under this regime and you've used up your exemption and say it's smaller when you pass away, they're gonna give you the greater of the two. Mm-hmm. So if you gave away $10 million today, and let's say the exemption was a million dollars at the time of your death, you're going to be grandfathered in. Right, you'll be okay. Yeah, yeah. It's it. it um, I, I would cite the reg section, but I don't want to bore your listeners with that, but it's, it's, it's colloquially called the anti-clawback rule. Well, if they have any questions about the code section, they can always give you a call. So right. uh, what what is your office number again? Our office number is 912-489-5573, or they can just simply Google J.L. Williamson Law Group and uh, we've actually updated our website. We had a company come in and refresh it, so it's all nice and up to the Travis Chance standard for, for websites. <laughs> oh, folks, you're listening to J.L. Williamson from J.L. Williamson Law Group on Navigating Your Retirement with your host, Travis Chance, CFG Wealth Management. So, Jeffrey, what are some of the other questions that you're getting? Because uh, I, I know for instance, for us, uh, the step up in basis is becoming a really hot topic. Yeah. So if you could give our listeners and and they've heard me, you know, rail against it. But from a different perspective, give me your interpretation of what they're trying to accomplish and some of the issues that you think could be in the, in the future. OK. Under the current uh, rules, if something's if a, if a piece of property or a stock is includable in your estate at your death, it is adjusted to fair market value. Its basis is adjusted to fair market value under Section 1014 uh, of the code. Mm-hmm. 
So, uh, for example, if you bought Amazon stock at five dollars a share, and today I don't, you probably know exactly what it's trading at three hundred. Just, just say it's no, it's thirty five hundred. Okay, they, that's just how far <laughs> I'm. That's why my engagement letters say I don't give investment advice. Uh, is there, so you know the difference between the ten dollars and the thirty five hundred? If you sold it, obviously, is a capital gain. Right. That's huge. Right. By the time you're paying federal which is a top rate of 20%, the state 5.5%, plus there is still the Obamacare surtax. Mm-hmm. They say they've done away with Obamacare, not Mm-mm. not the surtax. Mm-mm. So you could be talking about close to 30%, depending on, I mean, that's a huge chunk in that you pay in capital gains taxes. Under the current rules, if, if someone, if you inherit that uh, stock, uh, through a you know after someone's passing then then your basis is thirty five hundred mm-hmm. so when you take it then if you were to sell it zero capital gains tax that's mm-hmm. why a lot of the trust we do for the elder law portion of our practice people that don't have there's little chance they're going to have to worry about an estate tax we make those gifts incomplete mm-hmm. for tax purposes so it's still in trust and protected but they can get the basis step up at death anyway mm-hmm. um, I. I'm less worried about the basis, uh, not getting a basis step up. Maybe maybe I'm wrong. I just think that's so draconian because how can you say, well, we're going to include it in your federal gross estate and tax it and not give you the step up in basis? When you buy a, a, a truck or a piece of equipment for your office, you, you get to depreciate it mm-hmm. and not from what it costs the manufacturer to make it, but the sales price. Mm-hmm. So it's just, it's counter to many you know, basic fundamental principles of tax, but it is on the table and there is there is a discussion about it. Um, well, and, and what's even, like you said, more draconian is the 30% that you just referenced, that's at today's rates. That's right. So if let's say, for instance, Georgia doesn't change and the Obamacare or, you know, Obamacare surtax doesn't change. Uh, and all of a sudden now we potentially get 40%. Or thirty percent. Yeah, or it's taxed at ordinary income. Yes, or you know, we could literally, you could literally talk about potentially giving half of the gain away. That's 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 a good point. I mean, if if there has been some talk about you know just uh, removing the capital, the separate rates for capital gains, and just having everything taxed as ordinary income, if that's the case, you look at the top marginal rate now, thirty seven percent you know, plus, you know, plus, 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 yeah, you're getting close to half. Right. Uh, I will say for your listeners who don't have to worry about a tax problem, the other question or the, the, the issue that I see most when people are coming in is a very poorly drafted power of attorney. A lot of people don't talk about financial powers of attorney, uh, but that's something everybody needs and everybody needs a good one. Right. Um, I, I've told my clients, there's nothing more expensive than cheap legal work. Absolutely. You get what you pay for. <laughs> you get what you pay Financial for. planning, same way. Same, same thing. Uh, the, the powers of attorney I see are just wholly inadequate, especially if you're trying to do trust planning or long-term care planning. And if someone has lost capacity and you've got this, you know, I see these one-page stream of consciousness powers of attorney, or even, even if they're, they've been done, they're 10 years old. And you can't use that power of attorney because, you know, it doesn't give you the powers that you need and the person doesn't have capacity. So by definition, they can't sign a new one. You're left with going to court and getting guardianship and conservatorship. Mm -hmm. And I have petitioned courts for powers to do some estate planning, but they don't have to grant that. 
Right. You, you're at the mercy of the court, and that is never where you want to be. Right. Well, um, we, we've talked about it on the show. I know you and I have talked about it off air. Uh, you have to be considerate and you have to be intentional. And if you don't plan, um, you know, uh, I heard Mark Rick, the former you know, Georgia Bulldog uh, head coach, he said, if you fail to plan, you plan to fail. <laughs> I mean, it, it just it is. It's it's such a complicated minefield of right. uh, of complexity and and changes that could be coming right around the corner. So, folks, uh, if you have any questions regarding any of these topics, give Jeffrey a call at uh, one more time. 912-489-5573. Right. For, for those of you just joining us, you are listening to CFG Wealth Management. Travis Chance, I'm your host. J.L. Williamson Law Group and J.L. Williamson, this has been a great show so far. So, Jeffrey, um, what are some of the uh, – we've got a, uh, one more time for probably one or two more questions. What are some of the other issues or topics that you're getting uh, asked about quite frequently? Um. Wh- all, we get in a lot of calls because part of our practice is elder law. Right. Is, you know, long-term care. Yep. Um, that is, a lot of people don't understand that, uh, you know, Medicare does not pay for chronic long-term care. Mm-hmm. It just doesn't. I mean, the most it'll pay for under the statute is 100 days. I've honestly never seen it pay 100 days. I have seen it pay 90. Mm-hmm. But you've got to be in a skilled nursing facility and getting better. Right. Not just there on chronic care for it to pay that. Well, when that runs out, you know, we get crisis calls all the time. Aunt, Aunt Mamie has broken her hip. They transfer her to a hospital. She then goes to a skilled nursing facility. The nursing home says we're going to want $290 a day mm-hmm. for every day when Medicare runs out. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you're in your, uh, well, I say I don't give financial advice for your clients in their in their fifties. They really need to seriously consider a long term care. Absolutely, and 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 it needs to be a very robust policy. Well, if, if you and and folks, if you wait until the point of which you need it, you can't get it. That's right. And 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 no one, Jeffrey, you and I talk about it. I mean, some of these some of these topics. I we I mean, you and I both understand they're not you know they're not warm and fuzzy to talk about but they're things that we have to address and and if you know if if your goal is to to protect your assets to leave your assets to your children your grandchildren your legacy intact and without having these unnecessary um if you will these unnecessary uh assets leaving because of lack of planning well then you you have to take the time to plan Absolutely. And that's uh, whether it's legal, financial, et cetera, you, you really need to. So uh, I completely, completely concur with you on the on the long term care plan. Jeffrey. And, and and I will say, Mike, the clients, you know, if, if you're worth 20 million dollars and you don't plan for the estate tax and you lose half, this is not good. But you're not in the bread line. Correct. If you've got if you've got a couple, let's say their net worth is five hundred thousand, mm-hmm. including their house and they don't plan for this. It could wipe them out completely, and and it could you know it can be way more draconian than than any estate tax. 
So it's it's it, it's very important. Well, the the other side of that coin, like you just said, is um, unfortunately what's what's going to happen in that situation is let's let's also go a step deeper instead of just the financial part um you and i both know typically if you have a a couple uh two spouses one needs assistance generally speaking if there is no planning the sick spouse is going to be taken care of by the one who's not and that could and and in most cases cause issues health-wise for the, the caregiver which they are in a lot of cases going to get the brunt of it because, you know, I mean, let's face it, uh, you know, let's say you're a, a female and you're you're having to to, you know, move around uh, your husband or your spouse. And let's say they're 150, 200 pounds. That's going to be a physical toll as well, not just financial. Absolutely. So absolutely, and a, and a mental toll and a mental toll. And then, of course, you know, un- unfortunately, what's going to happen is whenever god forbid something happens then you have to throw on not only the emotional toll that has been taken and the physical toll but then if god forbid that spouse now becomes the one you know let's say the the first spouse passes away the next spouse someone's going to have to take care of them so we don't want to put them in a position where they are without assets to be able to provide for their long-term care so it's a it's a domino effect yeah absolutely i get Um, i get that in my office people come and they say well it's it's, sometimes it's usually the woman not always but i'm going to take care of my spouse and i'm going to do it till i you know till i can't Can't do it anymore right but the, the problem with that is you you can easily get to can't do it anymore someone has a stroke and they you know i've I've had people come to my office they've had to make special arrangements just to get away for an hour and a half to come see us right and they're stressed to to the the, max to the max Mm -hmm. Uh, and you you run the risk i've I've seen caregivers get injured people think oh being a caregiver let me tell you being a caregiver is 24 7 it can be and very laborious and you think about it like this uh, for those who are out there right now, let's say they're, let like you said, the 50-year-olds need to really think about this because right. obviously this is the key time for them to start planning. Well, if you have a 50-year-old couple, my question to you is, if you are, let's say, let's say you're the, the spouse that you think is going to be giving the care later on. Okay. I would challenge you if you can't take your spouse and pick them up over your shoulder and carry them from the living room to the bedroom at 50, what makes you think you're going to be able to do it at 70? Right. So, you know, I hate to be, you know, just right. You know, boil it down to its most, its most basic level, but that's what you're faced with. That's if right. you can't do it now, what makes you think you're going to be able to do it then? And that's why planning allows you the freedom to actually get, the care you want and to also give the care to your spouse that they want you know and of course somebody doesn't normally go from completely able to care for themselves to needing you know 24 yep, 7 care. gradual but, process but there are sometimes it's not some, always and it's frequently not just a gradual decline what you'll see is they'll decline 10 percent then they'll have a stroke or break mm-hmm. a hip or some event and then it's a 80% decline. Mm-hmm. And it, 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 it happens if you can Blink of an s- eye. slowly, but then all at once. Mm-hmm. 
and that's what people need to understand. Absolutely, uh, folks. We uh, we got time for one more question, Jeffrey. Give them give them your phone number one more time if they have any questions about any of the things that we've talked about thus far. Sure. Phone number is nine one two four eight nine five five seven three. Absolutely, uh, folks. You're listening to CFG Wealth Management. Uh, your host, Travis Chance. Our phone number eight seven seven two six nine zero eight three nine. That's eight seven seven two six nine zero eight three nine. Jeffrey, these are these are actually some some topics that are near and dear to my heart because we talk to our listeners quite often about these. Uh, we talk to our clients. We we really we don't say it because we're trying to give them. I guess, uh, stress or, 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 or have to consider some of these things because a lot of people look at these topics as morbid topics. They don't want to address them. Uh, and a lot of times, as we know, you know, if you have a, a small issue, if you go ahead and fix it, an ounce of prevention is worth a pound of cure. Uh, it really gives you the options by taking that, that initiative early on, gives you options. The longer you wait, the less options you have. Absolutely. So, and we, um, we do do crisis planning. Well, that's what I was going to ask. We've got a, we got about, uh, say, four minutes left. So, so talk a little bit about if clients don't take our advice, uh, what what are their options at that point? Crisis planning. Yeah. Let me just say one thing on the prior topic. I was, I've never in my 11 years of having my firm ever had a client regret doing a trust. Mm -hmm. I've never had them regret failing uh planning. I have had them come in and regret they didn't plan. Yep. So I just want to say that to for your listeners. If you haven't planned, so take the case, you know, Aunt Mamie falls and breaks her hip, they transfer her to the hospital, they then put her in a nursing home. The the one piece of advice I would give your clients is do not sign a Medicaid application until you talk to someone who is an expert in the Medicaid rules. And by an expert, I do not mean the nursing home admissions person. Um, All due respect to them, many of them are great, but their job is to get the nursing home paid, not to preserve Mm -hmm. your assets. And many of them are just not aware of all of the planning techniques that we can use. I'll give you a case in point. We got, I had, there is an exemption where you can transfer a home to a caregiver child in Medicaid and completely get it exempted from a state recovery. So for those who don't know, if, if you even if you qualify for Medicaid, if you run up a huge bill, they're going to try to come after your estate to mm-hmm. recoup that money. But there is an exception to where you can transfer the home to a caregiver child. And um, this client came to me. We did this, made this transfer, and the nursing home told them, no, 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 you can't do it. Uh, we were able to convince him, no, let's file the application. Well, of course, we were proven right. But if they had listened to the nursing home, uh, at, at, uh, admissions person, not only would they have not transferred the home, but it would have been too late to do it because the application was already in. Mm-hmm. So yes, there are crisis planning techniques that you can do. Again, this goes back to the power of attorney. If you have a good power of attorney, there's not that you can fix a lot of things. Mm-hmm. But in terms of advanced planning is by far the way to go because crisis planning is three times as expensive mm-hmm. and you can only protect maybe so much half as much. Mm-hmm. And that's, you know, Jeffrey, that's that's like we talk about, you know, and I know this uh, this is something obviously near and dear to your heart as far as taxes go. You know, entering retirement tax efficient is a much better alternative. But a lot of times when you don't when you don't plan for those taxes as far as on our side, on the financial planning side, 
your options become very limited, mm. right? Because there's only so much you can do. So at the end of the day, it kind of translates to everything, everything across the financial planning, legal planning, et cetera. Folks, the earlier you plan and the earlier you address the issues, the more options you have. Jeffrey, we're almost out of time. Before we run, give them your number one more time. If you have any questions, comments, concerns over any of the legal topics we've talked about, give Jeffrey a call at 912-489-5573. Absolutely. So, folks, you've been listening to Jeffrey Williamson from J.L. Williamson Law Group. Uh, if you have any questions, comments, concerns, give him a call. Or you can always give us a call here at CFG Wealth Management. I'm your host, Travis Chance. Give us a call at 877-269-0839. As always, our goal is to give you the topics that you want to hear about. And, folks, join us next week as we're going to have another Another great show uh, right here at Navigating Your Retirement. See you then. Thank you for listening to Navigating Your Retirement Radio with Travis Chance. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Travis at CFG Wealth Management. Call 877-269-0839 or visit them online at navigatingretirementradio.com. All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation. Advisory services are offered by CFG Wealth Management LLC, a registered investment advisor in the state of Georgia. Insurance products and services are offered through TL Chance Inc., an affiliated company. CFG Wealth Management LLC and TL Chance Inc. are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any government agency. 